Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email drjacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to USA Global TV and radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck, and we are so happy to have you here today. Our show is The Art of Creating Mental Health Wealth with Janetta Barry and the Epiphany Process. And before we begin, I just want to announce that we sent out our first newsletter of the year. So if you're on our mailing list, please do check your spam folder for our newsletter. It's called The Global Post. And if you'd like to join our team and receive our information, please go over to our website, usaglobaltv.com and subscribe. All right, back to the show. Let's welcome Janetta Barry and the Epiphany Process. Hello, Dr. Jacqueline. Hey, 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 hey. I'm back here from darkest Africa. Um, We're still battling a little bit with my connectivity here. So, um, but I, I think it should behave and better better behave um and just so lovely to be back with you again it's so nice to have you and also we have a special announcement that you have your own show coming up on talking heads today we'll get into that a little bit later but janetta you were sharing something really interesting with me when we were backstage about your surroundings and what you're seeing from your home i'd love for you to share more about that with our audience it's really beautiful Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just been such an interesting journey because Kenya is my home. I I grew up here. My children went to school here. Um, It really is a relationship. I I ended up in being in in UK. And uh, so now that COVID is is getting more manageable, uh, Andy, my fiancé and I, are moving some of the time or spending some of the time here in Kenya and some of the time in in UK. And we were led to this most beautiful spot in the Great Rift Valley of Kenya in East Africa, where we are now uh, setting up to spend the time we're here to live in. So this is it. Thank you. And I think we have a clip. Yeah, we do. It's actually just, I haven't got the clip of, uh, I've just got the photo of it, but I'm having problems. There it is. Yeah, it's there. So that's just the, the photo. That was sunrise a couple of days ago. That is in our bedroom uh, and overlooking the Great Rift Valley near a place called Lake Naivasha, which has hippo in it. And to the left, you can't see it for the pink cloud, is the most beautiful mountain range known as the Abadeo mountain range. And behind that mountain range, you can't see it unless it's a very clear day, are the snows of Mount Kenya behind behind it. And on the right, 
uh, of of where I'm uh, sitting in bed sipping tea in the early morning is Lake Naivasha. And the interesting thing is that we are as high as the Alps where I am. It's a very high place. The Rift Valley went up when it, it went made itself uh, when when the, the whole of Africa starts splitting. So it's actually higher than Nairobi. So you go down down to Nairobi and up country to where I I am, and it's the most beautiful spot. Just so fortunate and blessed to be to be be here. And uh, so that's a little bit of share. Maybe next week I can get the clip of what happens one morning when I'm sitting sipping my tea as well. We'll share that next week. It's absolutely beautiful, stunning. Thank you so much, Janetta. Can you share with us, uh, as our show is about mental health, awareness, mental health, wealth, how do you feel emotionally, physically, spiritually in this environment? Oh, wow. You know, having grown up, it, it, well, first of all, having been born in Africa and grown up from a baby in arms in Kenya, um, whenever I'm back, it, uh, I'm home and people will tell you there's something about Kenya. I've, I've lived in several countries around Africa, but there's something about Kenya that you can't describe, but it gets into your blood. And it, it is a magical place. It is not without its challenge. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that everything goes sortingly well because it doesn't. It, it does have its challenges. Um, but it, I always feel as though I'm home, I'm centered, I'm focused, I'm inspired. And this is why I know when I'm in this place and in this zone, my creativity just goes whoosh. Um, I'm really looking forward as we're settling because settling takes some time. Uh, once we're settled to, to coming up with some amazing new beginnings, uh, it'll be just amazing. Thanks, Janetta. I want to bring the picture up just for another minute and ask you, uh, when we look over the balcony there, I guess it is, is that area walkable or is that really, uh, that's not an area that you're able to move around in? It's very walkable. It, it, we're, we're in a, um, a very big conservancy in a sense that has a golf course that has zebra and impala, all sorts of gazelle on it. So when you're teeing off, you have to make sure you don't hit the zebra that might be in front of you. Um, and and lodges there as well. Uh, and then above all that is a whole... Um, residential areas. So I am on a 10A plot here um, and it's all been beautifully done by the owner. We, we rent this cottage. Um, so it's completely walkable. In fact, we're bringing our dogs in two weeks time and they'll be able to wander all around these grounds uh, very safely. Uh, just beautiful freedom for two dogs that have been stuck in England with a little less uh, freedom. Fantastic. Now, um, you were talking about on the golf course, you might be teeing off and there's a zebra. So it sounds like unlike what we may think in our own minds because of misinformation, it sounds like the animal community there is very friendly and you, there's a good deal of coexistence going on between humans and all the other beautiful creatures. 
Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I mean, obviously, familiarity has expanded as the population has and and in some ways that's a little bit sad because there there is gross overpopulation uh so they have learned to coexist with us uh more than ever before but uh one must never forget that they are wild animals and there's a level of respect they they keep their distance we keep ours there's a way of handling being around them um, so going and petting the zebra or um, going kitty, kitty, kitty to the lion that might be nearby, not, not a good idea. Um, but it's remembering that they're, they're just as wary of us as we need of them and, and that coexistence works. I was telling you, Dr. Jacqueline, I went to the lodge that's in, in this whole area the other night and when I came back there was a big water buck at the gate but very big one and I had to get out and uh, open up the gate that just in, likely it's not a big gate a, a light gate that likely includes the the compound I'm in the 10 acres I'm in and I had to get out the, the car and say okay now um, you know could could you move because I need to open and of course the moment I walked towards the gate he, he just went sideways going more or just as concerned about me as I am aware of him thanks Janetta and it sounds to me like if we respect animals they'll respect us I think it's when they get instigated or maybe when they're hungry or they've just gotten out of some kind of dispute with another animal and they're geared up that we need to be cautious as well Absolutely. I mean, an example would be a few nights ago, I could hear hyena right here on the airstrip. And the airstrip is just below our property. here, And they were right there. I could hear them. Now, if I went out there, they would run away. But if I was camping and I had a meal of, say, steak and chops and anything that got cooked meat, and I don't wash my hands and face correctly before I go to bed in my tent. It's not common, but they have been known and they're very powerful jawed animals to, to get into that tent and start attacking you because they think you're you're cooked meat you're because you haven't that that's that's it's things like that knowing how to do things the right way and 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 once you know it, it then it doesn't happen because you're aware yes definitely um we have we're here on the water on the bay and i have a paddle board that i hadn't taken out in three years and i took it out recently and then i started thinking about sharks and i started doing research about sharks because sharks can come from the ocean to the bay obviously and some kinds like only salt water but i did read there's 12 to 15 kinds that will be in fresh water and that they won't bother you just don't bother them so i did some more research and i'm still thinking like should i go back out on my paddleboard but i think that if we just mind our business we're respectful and if we see a creature we speak to it in a very nice way and just move along i don't know what are your thoughts Oh, absolutely. That, that That's exactly it. It's being vigilant. It's not going, oh, well, you know, they won't attack me because that's nonsense. They could. But uh, chances are not. Uh, and if you 
if you're cautious and aware, then it's not likely to happen. You put all the, the, the bits and pieces into place, then it's not likely to happen. Well, thank you for sharing that incredible view. And it's nice to be able to picture you not behind the green screen and figure, you know, see you in your in your beautiful setting. So uh, our guest is not here yet today, which is okay. Maybe she's still going to join us. But Jeanetta, for people who are joining us for the first time, World Jenny's Day is coming up and we want people to get involved. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more and maybe we could even take a look at the website. We can take a break. But if you can just uh, tee it up for us now, what is World Jenny's Day and how do people get involved and who would we like to be involved? Well, thank you, Dr. Jacqueline. Yes, World Jenny's Day is an, a day held every 10th of October on World Mental Day. And it is very, very close to my heart. If you were to ask me where where my eyes light up the most it's that day and what we create each year just leaves me breathless really and for me it's about getting this awareness day so big that it becomes bigger me and my daughter jenny and goes way beyond in a hundred two years 200 years from now and why it came about was uh 17 years ago now this year uh, one day I had an enormous argument with my daughter Jenny she had been walking a, a very very difficult path before this argument and had been in rehab several times um, depression not not for addiction although she did have an eating disorder but she was in for depression suicidal ideation suicide ideation and um, she was breaking housekeeping rules and it wasn't safe for her or for us it was causing havoc and we were tending to, to tread on eggshells to not make things worse for her and I knew that we needed these rules so I was implementing them when it, it escalated into an enormous argument and she very very angrily took herself off to pack and leave home and I sensed something wasn't right and I went to find her and I found that it had taken her life in her shower. And it, it I mean, in that, that moment, my life went down to ground zero. And it's, it's taken so many years for me to get to where I am today. Fortunately, I have a process that I created in that journey that helps people to get through it more swiftly and more heart openingly with less heartbreak but world jenny's day is now in its third year and i'm very proud to announce that uh it's being hosted this year on the usa global tv and radio platform and that's going to be amazing and we use we use the day to soften and normalize conversations around depression and suicide and their solutions. And using theater and the arts is a really wonderful way because it's a contentious subject still. We're changing it, but it's still a contentious subject. And when it's portrayed through theater and the arts, it's more people can stomach it more easily and it softens things so beautifully. And then the other side is that um, we have 
um, the, the ability to encourage people to step into their creative zone through theatre and the arts. And when you're in your creative zone, you balance more and that charge towards depression and suicide also softens. So we use the day to really celebrate mental health wellness. And uh, it's been phenomenally successful the past two years. And I'm so looking forward to creating the same and co-creating the same this year. Thanks, Jeanette. And it sounds like you have a friend there saying hello in the background. <laughs> it's a bantam cockerel. And I'm standing there going, he knows. He knows I'm presenting. He's standing right there and going, <laughs> I'm going to get you. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. It's nature in all in all her glory. So, I think Jeanette, what we'll do is we will um, we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, if you can pull up the website, we can take a walk through. That would be fun. Wonderful. See you now. Okay. Thanks so much. We'll be right back. Stay with us. I am 41 years old. I was born and raised in Rwanda. I'm specialized in econometrics. I'm passionate about elegance, etiquette, politics, and international relations. For those who don't know the story of Rwanda, I lost my parents when I was at a very young age. I had issues with, um, with confidence, self-esteem, fear, and I never worked on them, and it has really hindered my professional success. I'm always excited to make people discover the possibilities human beings can learn on once liberated from our personal blocks. I believe we have personal blocks, things that we know, things that we don't know, and things that we choose to not want. I help people discover all that and explore the synthetic potential that's how I landed to British School of Excellence. With this, it is going to help me not only help other high-ranking profiles to polish their looks, to polish their appearance, to polish their professional and social manners. I'm also doing a master's degree on diplomacy and international relations. Something that is going to help me become a campaign strategist. So I'm trying to fetch knowledge that's going to help me package everything together and deliver the very best. Thank you so much, Mr. Philip, for giving us this opportunity, for helping us and uh, promise to assist our journey even after the school. Thank you.
everyone, and welcome back to USA Global TV and radio. And a big thank you and shout out to our friends at the British School of Excellence for your sponsorship. And thank you so much to Philip, Leanne, Yulia, Alice, Felicia, Louise, and so many more. Please do go to their website, thebritishschoolofexcellence.com, and check out their courses. Pretty interesting. All right, let's get back to the show, The Art of Creating Mental Health Wealth with Janetta Barry and the Epiphany Process. Welcome back. Thank you, Dr. Declan. I All right, just Jeanette, you're going to you know, show before, your screen. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, uh, looking at that last piece from Philip, uh, in actual fact, the lady from Rwanda, I don't know if our listeners, Rwanda is part of East Africa, and her country is a neighbor country to, to Kenya. So I was wondering to where I am. That's yeah. fabulous. I love it. Well, they're doing great yes. work there at the British School of Excellence, as are you with your epiphany <laughs> process at World Genie's Day. So tell us more. Oh, yes. Right. Well, um, World Genie's Day, as I mentioned, is an annual day on the 10th of October. Jenny happened to die on World Mental Health Day. So we now have World Genie's Day. And there's quite a lot happening this year. Uh, and the first thing I wanted to share with you is that in at the end of August and the beginning of September, we've got a fundraiser happening here in Kenya, a very special, unique one. And these funds are going to help fund theatrical productions and uh, artistic happenings uh, around World Jenny's Day on the day itself. And we'd like to expand it so that it starts helping communities throughout the world to be to step more and more into their creativity for their mental health ability and balancing out. So the first thing I wanted to share with you is this amazing fundraiser we have at the end of August and into September. And it's called the 2022 Kilimanjaro to Coast Cycle Safari. So it means that uh, you're going to be able to go uh, from the foot of Mount Kilimanjaro through the two Savo game reserves. There are two. One's on the west and the other's on the east, and a road runs through it, which cuts it in half. But these two game reserves are natural game reserves that have always been there. They're not man-made. And uh, we'll be finishing on the north coast of Kenya at a place called Watamu Beach, which is the most beautiful beach with powder white sand, like talcum powder and blue, blue, blue water and a, a beautiful coral reef. So from the base of Kilimanjaro, he's amazing over six days through these amazing different parts of Savo, staying each night in in uh, a different camp. And we're really excited to have British gold medal Paralympic cyclist Karen Dark joining us. And she'll be traveling to Kenya to cycle alongside all who are participating. And yes, you can participate. So please do have a look at this page on the worldjennysday.com website. There's Karen cycling. She's an Olympic gold and silver medalist in cycling. She was paralyzed as a young adult. And she's done amazing things. She's just about, in fact, we featured her, didn't we, Dr. Jacqueline, a few weeks ago. She's just about to do an amazing adventure in the Antarctic, going to coordinate 7979 cycling. 
And she'll be the first cyclist to ever do that, let alone a, a paraplegic cyclist. And she's going to be part of us as a little bit where I've given a bit of information. And that's a bit what actually Savo looks like. It's got a red, red, red soil. As you can see here, these are all the different pictures. And uh, for those of you who don't know where we are, there's Kenya, Uganda. Can you see uh, Rwanda to, to the left there, Rwanda and Burundi? On the other side of Lake Victoria, that big piece of blue is an enormous lake that's like an internal sea and all the lakes. And that all that area is the Rift Valley. But where the marker is, is where we're going to be in that uh, cycle race. And it's going to start at the base of Mount Kilimanjaro there on the left on the map. You can see it there, going right through to Utamu on the right. And uh, so here is the first day. We'll be gathering at the foot of this beautiful, beautiful mountain. And then that night, we're going through to Zawani camps that day. That night, we'll be at the camp, and there, there's the evening meal with the Maasai warriors around. And that uh, lake there will have will will more than likely have uh, uh, either crocodile, or hippo, or both. I've not been to Zawani, but I would imagine it will have both. And then we carry on cycling the next day to Salt Lake Lodge which is up on stilts because they've put salt licks all round the stilts. So you can go on the veranda and the elephants are right underneath you. So that's the next one. And the interesting thing about this area that you'll be cycling through is that it was the first World War battlefields, the Salita Hill 1916 battle. You're going, there was a first World War. In, in Kenya, well, that was because what's known as Tanzania now in the First World War was known as Tanganyika, and it was a German protectorate country. So Tanganyika and Kenya went to war in, in the First World War. And then you'll go through to Maktao, which is the first ever airfield or airstrip in East Africa, where some of the early 20th century airplanes took off and landed from in Kenya, including flights made by Dennis Finch Hatton, for any of you who have watched Out of Africa. I really suggest you do look it up uh, out of Africa because it's an amazing, amazing film. Then the next day we cycle again to Salt from Salt Lake Lodge to Hildana, uh, Hildana Lodge. And Hildana is just amazing. It's got a great Arabic feeling because the whole of the East African coast um, uh, has a huge Arabic influence from the trade winds and at one point was owned by Sultan of Zanzibar. So Hildana Lodge has this African uh, Arabic feeling to it, really beautiful. And then the fourth day you go from Hildana Lodge to Sital Camp, you see Kilimanjaro, you get in your bed and you can see what we call Kili for short, um, what a beautiful view. And then sitting out having dinner in the evening after cycling there on the road. And the next day from Sitao to Kulalu Camp. 
and that's really it's on on the banks of a river so you when you swim there you've got again crocodile right there but you are you're, you're safe and it's very african and uh, just amazing amazing and then the final day we go from kulalu camp through to ocean sports resort at Wutamu. and you can see from those pictures just the beautiful powder talcum powder sand and the coral outcrops look at that you sit having a relaxing drink um, we've made it so that we arrive on a friday so that uh, if you want to stay on you can stay the week end on at the beach um, there are uh, deep sea fishing you can see the the boats out there for deep sea fishing uh, there's uh, it's just the most beautiful spot and so that that gives you um, the first thing that we're doing this year with World Jenny's Day. So do go along to worldjennysday.com and have a look at, uh, at that in the, in the meantime. So, Dr. Dr. Jacqueline, do we have our guest yet or shall I show the next thing through? No, our guest isn't here yet. I have to say, what an incredible experience for somebody to participate in this. The views are just fantastic. And I noticed on one of your slides, and you've mentioned this before, you don't have to be a super athlete. You don't have to be an Olympian to participate. Can you speak a little more about that? Yeah, absolutely. What we've done, in fact, here it is, concerned you might not be fit enough. That, by the way, is Chris Angel. He's He is the man that knows that terrain inside out. He knows all the safety precautions. You are very safe with him there. Uh, he's done these safaris numerous times together with his wife, Janine, who actually went to school with me. We are schoolmates. We went to the, the convent here in, in Nairobi together. Um, so that's really very special because, uh, because of the background too with Chris and Janine. And in fact, Chris and Janine's children went to school with my son, Stuart. So <laughs> the second generation did the same. But to get back to this, uh, if you're concerned you might not be fit enough, we have organized you see there are a lot of vehicles there backup vehicles that you could do 20 kilometers or even less and then you say okay this is enough i'm going to put my because you you know we supply you with the bike you don't have to travel across the world with your bike so your bike's put away and you can get into a vehicle and and follow the rest of the crowd as they're cycling so it's not like oh my gosh i've got to do 100 kilometers a day and let me tell you i put my hand up because I'm one of those people that could never do 100 kilometers a day. I haven't ridden a bike in years. So if you want to join me, come along. And uh, yeah, so that that's where we're, we're doing it. And also we're, we're any who might want to accompany somebody who is coming to cycle, but they don't want to cycle, also have a chat with us because we can make a plan. Outstanding. You've thought of every aspect of it to make people feel comfortable. Absolutely. And it is really, uh, I mean, you couldn't have a better person to take you this than Chris. That's that's where I'm so inspired. I mean, in fact, we've got two, two paraplegic people coming. One of Karen's very good friends, friends who's also paraplegic um Miguel uh, or Migs as he's called for short he's he's coming along with Karen and you can imagine that 
that's quite something to have two paraplegic go people go through that game park. And Chris is the man. He's done it before with other paraplegic people. He's the man that gets things to happen. Fabulous. I can't wait to hear more. Please carry on. Okay. All right. So now let's go to uh, World Jenny's Day 2022. Or maybe, actually, I should just go a little bit. I'm changing my mind a little bit here. Uh, first of all, let's just go through what we've done in past years so you get an idea of what it's all about. Um, taking some time to load because of my connection. Here we go. All right. So World Journey's Day last year comprised um, Kev Orkian was the, the compare. Uh, he opened the whole show with me on, on social media. And then we worked with a song that actually my dad was a record producer here in Kenya. And it's it's a pretty international song, but we had it re-rendered by a choir in UK. And then we had uh, drawings of World Jenny's Day done by Patti Dobrovolsky. And in fact, those three people, Kev Orkian, Mark Deeks, and Patti Dobrovolsky, we've we've interviewed on on our show here because they they're phenomenally amazing people. And then uh, a lot of people talked about fifteen year old Vanessa Sam interviewing me about World Journey's Day. She was amazing, so I would really suggest you go and have a look at those. Also, somebody who we've had on our show is. Meredith Grundai, and there's the playback theatre presentations on the bottom left-hand side. We addressed uh, depression and suicide through improv theatre, it, it, and we had quite a lot of people who I've worked with through the epiphany process there too. Janetta? Well, it looks like we may have lost Janetta temporarily. So I think as the producer, I will take us to another quick break. So please do stay with us. We'll be right back, and hopefully Jeanetta will be back with us. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Bring me sunshine in your smile. Bring me laughter. All the while <laughs> In this world where we live There should be more happiness So much joy you can give To each brand new bright tomorrow What are you going to do today? I'm going to run around about your shoes <laughs> Make me happy Through the years Never bring me any tears Let your arms be as warm as the sun from up above Bring me fun, bring me sunshine, bring me love Everywhere 
guess I give you what you want, I know what you're gonna say. Nothing's wrong with me, I'm not here for you to do it as you please. and welcome back to USA Global TV and Radio. Our show today is The Art of Creating Mental Health Wealth. Thank you so much to our sponsor, Sam Sarah. She is a fabulous artist out of the UK. Please do go and follow her on Instagram, Sam Sarah. All right, we lost Janetta and we'll be bringing back the show next week. So if you would like more information about World Jenny's Day, please go to the website worldjennysday.com. All right, we have a full day of broadcasting planned for you. Our next show is coming up. It's Talking Heads with Diane Floyd-Bain. And before we say goodbye, I just want to make a quick announcement. If you're not familiar, I did publish my second book, which is Adversity to Awesome. This is also an, an Amazon number one bestseller. And I bring it up because there are stories in here of 
incredible things that people have had to overcome and how they came out on the other side. So if you're looking for something that's uplifting, if you are going through adversity yourself, please do pick up this book. My story is in the first chapter of this book, something that happened to me decades ago that I never wanted to speak about, but I put it out there in the hopes of helping someone else come forward. So you can find that on Amazon. And then you can also find my first book behind the green screen, which is a green cover because we're in green. I have a green screen here, so it's not showing up. So thank you again. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Stay tuned. Our next show is coming up right after this. Thank you.